ebony and ivory live together in perfect harmony. Ebony, ivory. Ebony and Ivory Podcast Show. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Ebony and Ivory Podcast Show featuring your boy, JR. What's up? What's up? And your boy, Hendo, for show. New nickname every episode. How uh, we doing? Yeah, we're doing good, man. We're doing good. Uh, back at it for season two, episode two. It's a easy morning, Sunday morning, and the... Beautiful Lexington, Kentucky. It's a gloomy, gloomy, gloomy morning over here in the Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hearing rain outside is very beautiful in the morning. Very beautiful. Very. How you doing today? You want to toast this coffee together? Yeah. Yeah. Over video? Dink it. Yeah. Drink it. All right, y'all. Um, but today we're very excited for you all with this new episode. Um, we did not have video for our last episode, but this episode we're coming live um, with some video so you can see our faces. Um, and I want to apologize ahead and foremost for this speaker or my mic situation that I have going on right now. As you can see, John over there has got earphones. He's got a full mic and I have iPhone earphones. Um, so the quality might sound a little different, but it's only one more week of this and then we're on to better. Yep. I got some equipment waiting for you, so yeah, and I'm looking at it right now, Mike. So I get to see John this weekend because we get to draft for the fantasy football. We got the UK Kentucky football starting back up. We got fantasy draft coming up. This week can't go by fast enough. Basically, no, it's gonna be a great weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. That's right, baby. But how's your morning going, man? It looks like you just woke up. What's that supposed to mean? I'm just kidding. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been all right. Made a cup of coffee, took a shower. So uh, it's the only time I could do it today. So we're we're, not, we're knocking it out. How man, you doing? How you, how you doing this with eh, this morning? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, very sleepy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because of that hour difference, you got probably an hour more sleep mm, than I did. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so it's when you're waking up, I'm waking up. Is the sun up even rising up there yet? Oh, I see it in the back. I mean, from, where, from the way it looks, it looks like there's something out there, so it's mm. not too bad. It's either the sun or the apocalypse. Yeah. It's going down. We need something hype when we come in. So, like, people, people who are, like, freaking dying in the morning not morning people need just that burst of energy to like wake them up you know he's like hey (laughs) you might have just made somebody swerve um (laughs) now we were joking about like all those uh weird youtube people always come in really so hyped it's kind of cheesy sometimes like oh what's up youtube this is uh john tv just Something cheesy like that. It sounds dope when you do that. Every once in a while, you should mix it up in the morning and just freak people out. Oh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, YouTube? <laughs> Dude, that's perfect. <laughs> what up? What, sounded like a weird British person? What's up, what's up, what's up, YouTube? Coming back at you live for a new money glitch today, guys. This is the easiest money glitch you'll see online. 
What's up? This is William and John from uh, Chelsea, England. Um, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but welcome back, guys, to our episode two season. Whatever. Yeah, but well, yeah. But real though, uh, mm, welcome back to season two, episode two. Um, <laughs> basically, episode. No, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing uh, chronological. We're doing uh, season two, episode two. So. Uh, yeah, this is a brand new experience, man. This is this is season two, episode two. Brand new experience. We had a lot of good good progress in that first portion. Um, we went out on a high note. Yes, sir. But yeah, welcome back. Uh, like always, thanks for the support. Thanks for the uh, subscribes, the likes. Make sure you keep them coming. Tell your friends about it. And uh, basically, let's get into it. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Thank you all because you all just—I think we hit over what 200 likes on the Facebook page. Yeah, so yeah. we'll keep uh, sharing some content out there and just just keep tuning in. So we're pumping these out weekly. So welcome back every Wednesday early in the morning when you wake up. So when you're on that drive to work, you'll have something to listen to. When you're on that way home, you'll have something yeah. So to listen good morning, to. good afternoon, good night. How we doing? Yeah, we love we yeah, all we yeah. love all you guys. We do, we do. But get us started, Jr. What are we talking about today? What are we? What's our first? Well, first I think we have discussion. to hit the the biggest breaking news story of the weekend, basically sports story. Right. Uh, shocking retirement of Andrew Luck, the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. For those who don't know, um, retired uh, Saturday night at the age uh, crisp age of twenty nine. So, man. Must be nice, right? Yeah, no. I mean, to retire. What was his contract? How much money he made? Um, I mean, he's made over a hundred million, I believe. But he and he's been injured for how many years? Like past three years, on and off. He said hey, that's the reasoning behind why he retired was he was con- uh, stuck in this constant loop of um, rehabbing and just not putting his heart into the game anymore. So that's understandable. You don't want to. Football, you got to be more dedicated than any other sport, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. if you're not into it, it's like, not, that's why I love watching Hard Knocks because it gives you like a whole, like, like I love this this year's Hard Knocks and seeing AB, even though he is going through like the the crazy media attention over the helmet and then also the foot injuries. His work ethic is insane. Like the fact that he really is just zero to a hundred. Like he can't go 75. He can't go 50. He can't go 25%. It's just, it's either he gives you nothing or he gives you everything. And it's just, I mean, you can tell Antonio Brown is a, that's almost why he's so good. Cause he's insane. Like, yeah, he's a, I mean, he's had those like Twitter shenanigans and just, he's kind of an odd guy, but sometimes it takes an odd guy to be like a top of a sport. And, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to pick up Antonio, maybe third round, if he sneaks into the third round fantasy draft. I mean, he's definitely – Random bro, note, we don't have to talk about fantasy anymore. We don't have to, but I'm already planning on trying to draft Antonio. Brown. Not if I can get him first, I've brother. To, yeah, man, I've already had to take Juju Smith off of my uh, watch list because I already know for sure that um, the person ahead of me is going to pick him. Oh, yeah, he had a good preseason game. He's going to uh, – He's going to pop up but, this uh, year. But, no, yeah. shout out to Andrew Luck, man. More power to him. I'm happy for him. I'm glad that he's putting his health first. I mean, he's put his body on the line. 
I mean, we also he's a he's a quarterback. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like he's got like hundred like 200 300 pound dudes just yeah. like attacking him <laughs> over and over and over again every you ever fight. see the uh videos of him uh mic'd up in his helmet like during the games where these huge linemen tackle him and he's like good hit buddy uh like every single yeah, time yeah. like good hit buddy oh you're looking good big man oh nice hit man yeah good job good. it gets in your head you're like <laughs> this guy's too nice you know, like yeah how do you react to a guy like that your next hit you're being a little softer on him but, you know I've saw. I mean, there's been a lot of tweets uh, hating on him and a lot of support too. Mostly support, I believe. But there's a few, like Doug Got- Gottliebig is his name, I believe. Uh, he's like a college basketball writer, but he tweeted out. Uh, uh, mill- he's like uh, retiring without trying to rehab. Such a millennial move. That's, and that's crazy. <laughs> that's just uh, that's annoying. Because I mean, this will be a new trend in football with all the new sciences came out about injuries, and uh, I mean, some people don't care; they'll just play and get that money, like for the support for their family or whatever. But right. uh, an intelligent guy like Andrew Luck, who uh, has an architecture degree from Stanford, he'll be all right. And he's, right. Uh, I mean, if he's tired of being hurt, or whatever. Like, so he. It bugs me when people act like athletes can't have like a life outside of the yeah. sport. Like I saw that um, Antonio, not Antonio Brown, but Le'Veon Bell posted on Twitter last night or something like that. And he was like, EP is done or something like that. Basically posting that he's got like a little album that he just completed. And people are like, I know something else you could be focusing on or keep that to yourself. Just worry yeah. about football type stuff. And you know, even to Damon Lillard, you know, who has who raps, who releases CDs of his own and, and things like that. I hate when people are basically like, you can't do anything outside the sport. Like, you already have been putting your body on the line for your entire life. And when you get money, that's a time for you to do something that you love. And I mean, I feel like once you get to the league, it becomes a job. Like, if you once you get to the league, it's a job. So outside of your job, you're looking for things that make you happy hobby-wise. So we can't get mad at people for doing what they choose to do right. to decompress on the side. Yeah, and all you these people that even talk bad about that are these middle-aged guys on Twitter that are like, stick to football yeah. or whatever. Like, let me drink my beer and watch and watch you only yeah, do football. You sit, yeah, I mean, you probably do nothing. You go to the same job every day doing the same thing. And you, and you expect the people to yeah. just be your- And you, you – like, all your happiness comes from sports – so, I mean, right. I'm that to a degree with Kentucky basketball yeah. season, but so is everybody around here. So, uh, half of my happiness throughout the year is like, I, so I I kind of came up an Ohio State fan because I just wanted to be different from everybody. Whack, whack. Um, but <laughs> but I would always base my year off of um, like Ohio State's tournament or, or basically like playoff performance. Yeah. So like. Now it's if they don't make it to the playoffs, I'm like that's a bad start to my year, you know, because it's in January when the playoffs and stuff is going on. Like 2014, I think when we won that championship, that was the best start to a year. Yeah, I, like, I mean, when it. Kentucky basketball uh, lost to two years ago to North Carolina in the tournament on that uh, final shot, you remember that year, the De'Aaron Fox yeah. Malik Monk year, and yeah. like we were the one of the best top two teams at North. We just happened to meet North Carolina, like the other best team, I believe. So 
yeah, that one, uh, for the next like three weeks, almost, I was just a zombie, just, I wouldn't say depressed, but I was just like, couldn't watch basketball anymore. Couldn't even right. think about it. Watching the highlight over and hey, over, we, like, why did we, why didn't we call oh, yeah. him? Yeah. The, the best clip of UK basketball is that Indiana shot. Oh, they were talking about the Andy Davis year. They beat us. Uh, that was a crazy scene. The video of that, like, eruption in that. Dude, Indiana arena. Indiana acts like that is the holy grail, though. Like, they have a pictures of that moment and videos of that moment because they don't have any other thing to – any achievements lately, so. I mean, we all know that everybody has their best game against UK, and whenever they beat UK, it's like winning the national championship. So Yeah, that's expected. So, I'm yeah, – it, <clears throat> it comes with territory. So – I mean, you've been – you were just talking about Hard Knocks. Have you been liking this season of Hard Knocks? Um, yeah, I've had a good time. I love the the DB number 24. I can't remember his name from Clemson. Oh, the rookie. All the – yeah, the, the Clemson rookies are ridiculous. Renfro oh, that's, is – You're talking about the uh, yeah, safety from uh, Abram. Abram. He's from A&M, Texas A&M. Yeah, he's from A&M. And then Renfro is Renfro's from Clemson, Clemson that uh, caught that – Title winning touchdown. Yeah, against Alabama. Oh, yeah, he's he's a good. Uh, he he's a he's sleeper. A sleeper he's fantasy, like, I feel like doesn't look like a football player. He'd be a receiver. He's like 5'10", 170, yeah. just average white guy. Yeah. yeah, he looks. They say he looks like he's yeah. fifty years old. Like they, got the receding climbing. hairline. Like he's like yeah. only like twenty three or whatever, but he's got the hands though. So. Yeah, no, he's a beast. He can catch everything. And then there's another player, Waller, who played for the Ravens, I believe, was drafted to the Ravens, and, and then he became like mm-hmm. a drug addict and then set out for a little bit and then got picked back up by the yeah. Raiders. And they were they had, like, interviews with all the players, and they were like, who's your sleeper pick this year? Like, who's who's a player? I'm sorry that we talk about fantasy football, but it's fantasy football season, so it's kind of, like, hard to – We're just talking about football you know. and our interests and uh, yeah, Andrew yeah, Luck yeah. and Antonio Brown. <laughs> Yeah, but Waller is – I hate giving away my gems, but he he's going to be a good player, a good tight end choice for – I mean, it's all around Derek Carr. It's how Derek Carr performs. Like, it's – what kind of year is Derek Carr going to have? And then we can kind of compare that to the rest yeah. of the players on the team. You know, Antonio Bell – or Antonio Brown can't throw his own yeah. balls. I mean, Derek Carr is above-average quarterback. Ball. I don't think he's great, but I always yeah. just laugh at the Oakland, the Raiders coach. Uh, Gruden, he's a character. Yeah, I love him. I love him, and he's a he's a players' coach, from what it seems on uh, Hard Knocks. It seems like he really cares about his players. Like he's tough, um, but he's the type of coach yeah. that yell at you in practice and then come up to you afterwards and talk to you like a man. Like, hey, man, yeah. I just want to see you. And in the meetings, uh, he's always like, uh, "Everybody in agreement? Knock on wood, gentlemen." Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's enough football talk for the day. Uh, sorry, it's always creeping in our talks. We love football. Can't help it. Yeah, good time of the year, man. It's the best time of the year. It's about to but start. Andrew, look, I mean, it, it was the most shocking uh, announcement lately in, uh, in sports, really. So he joins, uh, like, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson uh, as the latest – ones I can remember that have retired early. Like they walked out right. of the game. They, I mean, they walk out of the game on their terms. So I think it's respectable. Right. So 
It just sucks that whatever media outlet released it, it was in the middle of a preseason game. So as he's walking out, people are like booing yeah. him. That that kind of sucks, and it sucks when you. It like I really can't imagine how it feels when you put your body on the line. You've been in rehab every single day, trying to get better for a fan base, and then you walk out of the stadium for you know probably the last time as a player. And yeah, you get he booed. looked so sad in that, like that press conference. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. Like, cause I done so much yeah. for y'all, you know. So yeah, it sucks, but I mean, sports fans are just. Insane like that, they just boo it. Uh, I mean, we're telling this probably to a bunch of UK fans, and you all can't even. You don't we don't talk have about them to talk. So <laughs> that's just crazy, man. We, just we crazy. don't boo people, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, or no. get hurt or leave the games. Oh, like yeah, you all didn't you all burn crosses in Tubby Smith's yard when he left the program? I, don't know. I was like ten years old. I can't recall. I feel like I heard that. Well, if that's the case, that's, that's messed up. I don't know. But uh, I always loved that guy. I don't know why you would burn it. I guess because they were in the South. But yeah. um, every single SEC school would probably have some racist fans. So yeah. that's unfortunate, but people are dumb. That's right, baby. I love that. That's unfortunate, <laughs> but people are dumb. All right, clip of the day. This is the Ebony and Irie quote of the day. I know that it's stupid, <laughs> but people are dumb. That's that unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But people are dumb. But people are dumb. Yeah. Yeah, there was a mass shooting. I know it's unfortunate. But people, people are, are dumb. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. I feel like it's not too insensitive of anything. No. It's just like, I know. it's. I sympathize with you, but people are dumb. Trump says some stupid some stupid crap. I mean, that's unfortunate, but people don't. But not nah, so. Do you read, man? What's your? What would you say your favorite book? Do is? I read? I can't read. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I've tried to read for a while. Like I buy a book, and like I get excited about it, and mm-hmm. I don't read as much as I want to i guess but i've read like a couple books this year so like game of thrones aren't you reading that right no. now i the no. tv ending like made me lose interest in the whole series mm-hmm. but um what do i got here i got um i read that nike uh founder phil knight uh shoe shoe dog that's what it's called it's about his life and how he founded nike and uh also what else? I mean, my favorite book of all times, Holes, Stanley Yelnats, <laughs> back in the day. That That's was like funny. my favorite elementary. I, know, yeah. uh, I mean, have you seen that movie, Holes, with young, yeah, young yeah. Shia LaBeouf? Who hasn't? Um, Who hasn't? That was my favorite book just because I uh, like the movie too. But Yeah, that rap video at the end? Was that at the end? <laughs> no. Was uh, X-Ray? Was it X-Ray? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I know, Bro, I know that whole rap. I'm not even uh, playing. Take it out, out, out. Take it out, out, out. Yo, I was thinking we should do a segment. And for the listeners, you all let us know. But I was just thinking that we could do something to where, like, listeners submit songs. And at the end of the video, as yeah. our, like, outro, we sang the song. And, like, it was like, <laughs> uh, 
uh, okay. karaoke type of outro. So like, all right, today's song we're leaving off with is Let It Burn by Usher. I mean, at the end, it's kind of hard for me to say this. But it's coming from the heart. It's been a long time coming. Well, we'd have been better apart. I really, I really want, want to work this out. But I don't think you're going to change. You do. You don't. I think it's best go we go and that whole song is going to be stuck in my uh, head all day, though. The uh, digging up uh, on day. Yeah, real, real talk. So me and my buddy JB back when I was in middle school, I feel like everybody's had breakups like this. I don't know if it's like legit, but we would like I would like get on the phone and I'd be like, girl, I'm sorry, but. I can't. I can't do this anymore. And then <laughs> put the phone up to the computer speaker and let no. Larry play on the phone. You didn't do that, did you? No, where to God? And I, I remember girls would like look like we're in middle school or whatever, but they would cry on the phone as the song played. There was no hanging up. There was no like, all right, forget this dude. They would sit on the phone and boohoo, bro. It's some. Well, of the- then you should have bought the ring back tone to let it burn and then block their number or something and, and let like, it let it, it ring. Yeah, I didn't have my own cell phone back in the day. I was using my buddy. It's crazy because that song can in- really like break your heart. Like, oh yeah, I mean, early two thousands Usher was another level. Yeah, my boo. My uh, boo. People um, sleep on it a lot, but the whole like duo between the Marion and Lil Bow Wow, like uh, my girl or I. Uh, yeah, I want to sing it, but I'm done singing for the day. But they just got some crazy. Nothing wants you. Nothing gets you like back in the uh, mood. I don't mean mood like a summer mood or like just nostalgic than the 2000s, like R and B, Baby Bash. Oh yeah, Baby Bash. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean all those Usher, um, Nelly. Chingy, bro, just hit Jaquan. Remember him? All the hits. Everybody in the club getting tips. All right, enough of the music. All right, next subject, John. Where are we headed to next? <laughs> uh, well, in the nerdy news of the day, comics, comic talk, Spider Man, uh, Spider Man, Spider Man. Um, it was announced that he's well, his uh likeness or whatever that the spider-man franchise is leaving the mcu the marvel cinematic universe which is like the other big marvel movies that just came out avengers uh thor uh guardians yeah yeah guardians is in there so he won't be like related with them anymore he'll be on his own so a lot of people are mad about it um a lot of you nerds. No, I'm just kidding. But a lot of people felt like uh, Spider-Man was going to take over the the Iron Man role. Uh, yeah, RP Iron Man for those uh, not trying to spoil the Avengers Endgame, but if you haven't seen it by now. You're behind. Bro. So, you need to get with the program. Exactly. So, But yeah, I have a little bit of history on that, so we can talk about it for a sec. So right. pretty much, y'all, let's get the details. Let's get to the deets. details. Give me the loop. So, so basically, I'm just yelling out random things today. <laughs> it's okay. 
So Marvel was experiencing some financial issues, uh, and they ended up emerging from bankruptcy in 1998 um, and settled with Viacom and MGM, which freed them. <laughs> which freed the, <laughs> but it freed the company to sell the Spider-Man rights in 1999. I um, mean, they sold it to Sony for $7 million, okay? Um, uh. and, then, and then Disney bought Marvel, in 2009 for four billion dollars pocket change yeah pocket change and then in 2015 disney and marvel or let me make sure i'm doing this right in 2015 sony and disney had some type of joint agreement they began a deal um no 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 that sounds awful i don't even know how to get this out right so basically disney bought marvel in 2009 for four billion dollars, Sony sold merchandising rights to Disney in 2011. So Disney makes all the merchandise, um, and then they built some type of partnership with like um, the the movie sales or whatever. So basically, Disney was getting a certain percentage of the opening day sales, right. um, but it failed in comparison to the amount of money yeah. that Sony was making from the total. Like the new Spider Mans were making over 1.1 billion globally, yeah. or one. 1 billion globally and disney wants a piece of that yeah and then people were saying that disney wanted a 50 50 split disney does not want a 50 50 split it says that disney wanted 25 percent of it yeah so in layman's terms sony owned spider-man yeah um disney wanted more money so sony broke it off um because disney's being greedy because disney's already got everything else yeah Disney owns ESPN, ABC, um, Marvel, Lucasfilms, which is Star Wars franchise. So they're just rolling in money. They don't uh, rolling in the dough. So did they really need to lowball? I guess the the Sony. I don't know. Like it would have been cool to see Spider Man, but they've just they've rebooted Spider Man so many times. When Tobey Maguire is the uh, is the OG, the goat. So. They just keep coming out with a new Spider-Man every five years, changing up the formula. So they might need to give it a break for a while. <laughs> what do you think? I do like the Miles Moran. Um, I like the Miles Moran. I just watched uh, Welcome to, what is it? Spider-Verse. That was a good movie. Miles Morales is the, uh, what is he, like Mexican? Uh, He's Latin and black. I think his dad's like Latin a black Latin black version like, of Spider-Man, which is cool. They should go in that direction, I guess, like. I don't know when Avengers Endgame, the whole series ended. Like, I'm kind of in the mood that I want to maybe a little break from it for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I was never big on, um, you know, I was never big on like superheroes. I always watched X Men growing up, Spider Man growing up. I watched Star Wars and all that stuff growing up. I just kind of clinged more to like crime yeah. and kind of like violence, like Grand Theft Auto. Uh, yeah, but I mean, gangster movies, like really, like Scarface was like, since middle school, Scarface has been one of like my top movies. And I would sit for two hours, almost three hours watching it over and over, you know, because everybody wants to live like that gangster, like the world is yours mentality. And I kind of moved into life still today with the idea that the world is, I mean, the world is for the taking for mm -hmm. everybody, right? Like, everybody can have their piece of this world. And I think, I think it's been very beneficial to me. All the gangster movies that I watched growing up—that American Gangster, that's a good movie. Um, 
Superfly. It's I've been a bunch of. I've been watching uh, the the Rockies. They put them on. They put on them on Netflix. Netflix so um, those are some uh, inspiring uh, movies. Great movies. All the older movies tend to be better than the newer movies. I feel like we've lost our creativity yeah. now with a bunch of let's take old ideas and yeah. There's so many reboots. Where's yeah. the original idea? They know that they can make the money grab, like the new Lion King, um, which was fine. Like I saw it. I mean, it's a money grab, so I don't like the new Lion King wasn't wasn't necessary at all. Like it was the same exact story. I enjoyed it, but at the same time, whatever. Like it had Beyonce in it. It had Beyonce, Childish Gambino, aka yeah. Donald Glover. Uh, yeah. It was good. I just I don't know. Uh, but I guess talking about Disney, like they announced their streaming service as well. That, that's coming out Disney plus yeah. or whatever it's called, but um, it'll be a huge competitor to Netflix and Hulu and prime and whatnot, because they're going to, they're taking all the Disney properties off of those other sites and putting it strictly on Disney. So it'll be a must have for the parents out there who, uh, especially like my nephew, he loves whatever Moana, any Disney movie, just put it on. He's glued to the screen and they actually have a lot of like adult, like, uh, stuff coming out too. Like that's mixed, sure. mixed in with the Marvel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Going on a tangent here. Uh, but no, no, no. I'll just make it funny because you still watch Disney probably. It's uh, it's very, no, I mean, they, where were you growing up? Were you Disney, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Hmm. Hmm. I was probably a Nickelodeon kid. And then Cartoon Network, I, I watch as well, like Dexter's Lab and uh, mm-hmm. all that kind of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. But, right. I think it was me pretty much watching like Nickelodeon. I think I watched like Cartoon Network in the mornings because you got all the like the classic cartoons, I believe. And then you would go to like Nickelodeon midday because that's when they had all like the. I think they had all the like Amanda show kind of type, yeah. like all that, all that, and uh, Keenan and Kel, and mm-hmm. and then later on at night, Cartoon Network would kick back yeah. up because they had tsunami on the weekends, and then they had Adult Swim that came on at night. It's Johnny just, Bravo, you know, Disney, yeah, Disney was never on my list. Cur- Cur- Courage the Cowardly Dog always at night would like mortify me. Show of all time. Oh my god! By far the scariest cartoon. I don't want to watch that now. Like if I was by myself, I would not want to watch that. It's very creepy, and I used to just sit like wrapped <laughs> in a blanket, and I had to get through the episode. Like I had to. Yeah, it was creepy, dude. And uh, well, Disney Channel, I didn't like the animated, I guess, as much, but the Disney Channel original yeah. movies, man, those are good. Those are good. I, the- I remember back the superhero movies, like the ones they would introduce. Where, you know, like superhero high. Oh, was that yeah. a movie? I don't know if that was an original Disney Channel movie or whatever, but that was a what is that yeah. called? Mile that high, the- sky high. <laughs> that was a good. Yeah, that, that movie. Was, yeah, that uh, was a good movie. Old, I mean, the original Disney movies, the the Brinks, the oh yeah, the skater movie with uh, <laughs> yeah the yeah uh, that was a dope. That had the ultimate villain, like nineties villain guy. Yeah, and it face. He's like, whatever, bro. See you on the tur. See you on the streets. Yeah, great movie. And then the leprechaun guy, uh, Lucky the Irish. 
Yeah, good movie. Classic. Got it. Good uh, Lucky the Irish. We got a uh, smart. No, I didn't know Spider Man like static shot powers. Like, when did that become a thing? Where, where, who has static shock? Like, what are you talking about. You don't remember Static Shock on Cartoon Network? Was it Cartoon Network? Oh, yeah, I caught up. That just popped in my head. I never really watched it. Is, that not, is he not on any like Marvel or? Uh, he's a DC. Mm. He's based on DC can kick rocks. Besides Batman, Every... ah, that was amazing. Yeah, the last episode aired in two thousand and four, <laughs> so we were like ten years old. But uh, what? Great show, great show. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's 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 next on the boards for us, man? What's going on? The boards. Cabs are here. Um. Um. All right, y'all. So with with each episode, obviously, we can talk about everything going on, um, and popular culture, media, all that good stuff. Um, but we really wanted to take a look at um, is college worth it? Is college worth it? Right? Is it? I just imagine like that uh, popping, like the words popping across your face when you said it. Like, it's college in your face. That'd be like a YouTube thumbnail. Uh, But no, we wanted to get on that school starting right now. Um, I know my classes begin today. Actually, I just put a timestamp on my uh, whatever. I think I hear my brother getting ready. He's uh, starting as well. Um, yeah. Um, so it's been a very true question. And I and I, I do think that we should spend some time uh, talking. It's a very valid question. I think that it's a, it. I think that there needs to be some type of obviously education on whether you are in a situation to go mm-hmm. to school after high school or if you should look into doing something else. So I'll give my take. Right. And I'll start off on my take. Um, me personally. I went to a four-year school right out of high school, um, WKU baby, Hilltopper, you know. Um, great experience, great experience. Did I excel academically, and was I prepared academically when I came to high school or college? Not necessarily. Could I have went to a community college? Yes, and I ended up going to a community college at some point because I didn't do well in the regular four years. Um so a very up and down experience, but now I'm in a master's program. Um, I did really, really good. I uh, finished it on my undergrad and it put me in a situation to go to the master's um, and get my master's um, in public administration, uh, local government certified baby, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, for me in my life, I would say that college was definitely worthwhile um, because um, in what I want to do, you can't really do it without any type of, um, I guess, academic experience within it um so that's my take what about you john was it worth it for you do you think that school was uh, school was it worth it um for me personally i thought it was uh worth it i'm glad i went personally because um it just helped me get to that um next level or have it on my resume because some jobs won't even let you in um, I mean, I had a lot of interesting classes, met a lot of interesting people and got that, uh, ex- uh, just kind of marketing managerial experience that I needed. So, and yeah, I'm glad I have an accomplishment of having a degree, you know? So, um, 
I can always say that. So it's, but it's, I mean, now like looking back on it, I would have gone to right out of the bat, maybe going to community college, knock out those pre requirements. I would suggest anybody do that to maybe doesn't know exactly what they want to do right out of high school. Um, save some money, go to one of those BCTC, KCTS um, classes because you might as well. They're easier. They're smaller settings. uh, More. I don't want to say easier. They're not easier, but I think the attention that you get. That's what I I meant. I didn't mean that they're necessarily easier. Um, Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. But, you know. But the attention that you get, the focus that you get as far as like learning these subjects, it becomes yeah. easier for but, you. I mean, other than that, basically, I would just really debate to yourself if you think 30, 40K a year or whatever, is, is it a semester? Like, uh, is worth it uh, at these big time schools, especially if you're not sure out of the gate what you want to do uh, and you don't want to you don't yeah. want to accumulate that debt off the bat um, and. Of course, there's degrees out there that people, it's a must have doctors, dentists, lawyers, like I appreciate all those people and the education they have. And, uh, but I mean, also people that are interested in the trade skills, plumbing, uh, welding, those are great jobs. And those are, there's going to be a shortage of those types of jobs, uh, coming up soon. Like, especially I've done a lot of construction work and it's hard finding a good plumber. It's hard finding somebody that's uh younger actually like there's not a lot of people that like that in the field so um there's going to be a want for that so i would also basically just tell younger people to look in that if they're interested in it so um yeah i would definitely recommend the cute so like that i mean back to this point when we were coming out of high school like it wasn't i feel like it wasn't a cool thing um to really consider going to a community college looking back on it i definitely would have went to like bctc the kctcs system um and did the like gen ed uh for the got my gen ed certification for two years and then transferred to a four-year degree program um because there is a very substantial price difference um and for people who don't come from situations to where they can necessarily afford school um like me i couldn't pay for school out of pocket but no, it's it's definitely you just have to really understand your situation, be knowledgeable of your situation, be realistic with yourself about your expectations after school. You know, um, you know, kind of weigh like is getting fifty grand in debt worth yeah. a degree for something right. I could experience in and not be in debt, right? Or could I go and get these certifications that's going to be a quarter of the cost, and I can still go out there and do everything that I need to do? I mean, because there's still people, a, a huge mm-hmm. percentage of people that go to school, they get a degree in something, and they don't work in that field. To me, I, I, I do. while there is something to say about somebody who went to college and persevered through that experience, yep. if you're going in debt for that, I, I can't say that going 50 grand in right. debt is, is worth it, you know, because you're sacrificing years that you could have put. Like, you know, John, John would say um, a lot of these jobs are going to say, we want a bachelor's degree and five right. years of experience, right? Um, and a lot of these places, they trade them. They, they trade off. So if you have a bachelor's degree, that'll kind of replace that five years experience. If you have that five years of experience, the time that you probably would have spent in college, that kind of still puts you on the same level as, you know, somebody who went to school. You're not – people 
you're not smarter because you went. Yeah, there's some dumb people out there that went to college you're and not, did well in college. Yeah. yeah, but you're not. So for people who don't go to college, you're fine. Like you're not. I don't want to tell people don't go to college, right? But if you if you got a plan, you you can go out here and you can get certified. You know what you want to do in life, and you know the route that you want to take that bypasses yeah. going to school. Then I would take that route. Um, but if you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor, a professional, someone that that I'm going to hire, I'm going to want to see some type of certification or some type yeah. of degree. Saying and there, that yeah, there's a, it's a shame that there's like a, a negative connotation when you think of at least in high school there was a community college or like they so that means it probably changed in america is like the community college thing because it's like almost looking as like a failures go there or like the uh whatever like at least that's what growing up or like you saw it on tv or whatever um so that needs to change because i know quite a few people that just have they never went to school but they got older and then they went back and got like um radiology or x-ray technician kind of certifications in like a year and a half or two years at a bctc community college so uh, those jobs are well in demand so i would yeah like also recommend just looking into what's in demand in your area that you picture yourself being in and see if you're interested like and that's not just do something like do something like if you're not going to go to school, pick up a trade. If you're not going to pick up a trade, start a business. I, I, my worst, like my biggest fear is working for somebody else for the rest of my life. I think that that's, that's something that kind of drives me on a daily basis. I, I never like, I can't even picture myself working for somebody else yeah. beyond like, you know, 35 years old. So if, like, if you got a plan and you've, you know, you've researched everything, just make smart decisions. People aren't teaching us the best decision to make when we're 17 years old. You know, when you go to these college recruiting uh, events and stuff like that, they're not telling you, you know, why you shouldn't consider this. They're just telling you, come, come. This is how you sign up for FAFSA. Take out these loans, you know, get trapped in the system, spend the rest of your life paying student debt. There's no education saying, you know, consider these options before you do this, right? There was, yeah, just just realize the system of it, um, and yeah. But also, I mean, people say like Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates, they didn't go to college, like, but you, yeah, but you're not Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, like, so yeah, those guys are geniuses. They're one of a kind. They're very very rare acts. But I, I have to backtrack and say not everybody's meant to go to school. Like, yeah, but those those people that are um, entrepreneurial type minded, like you can find just as good uh, managerial classes or like leadership communication classes online, like YouTube. Like, right. you can learn anything on YouTube. Like, that's what my go to for any type of thing I'm trying to learn on a computer. Or, there's literally everything on there. So. I mean, from experience, I'm just saying some of those like online, just free things are better than going to a semester of uh, whatever communication 101 or uh, so. Right. Basically, do what you want. (laughs) Do what you want. Just think about it. I just feel bad for a lot of people that are in debt. I feel bad for a lot of people 
because um, I have taken I have taken out student loans, um, and I know that a lot of people will be in a position to where they have to pay that for like a very substantial and significant part of their life. Yeah, over you know, half their life, pretty much. Right, like, and you're you're stuck in this, and that's two to four hundred dollars a month that you could spend on childcare, two to four hundred dollars a month that you could spend on groceries, um, or a hobby, or things like that. So it, it's really disheartening when someone goes to school, and then, you know, they cap out at thirty five, forty grand a year, and they're paying off fifty thousand dollars for fifteen years, and it's not, it doesn't. Cause you don't need a degree to make 35 to $40,000 a year. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you don't need that. You know, you can go out here and be a mechanic and make that, you know, and you didn't have to go to school and get in debt. Right. So just understand your options, like know your, know your options. But my recommendation, go to school, get some type of certification because it's not just the, the, the knowledge that's being sold at universities. It's the experience that you growing as an individual becoming a young adult, uh, making friends that you'll possibly keep for the rest of your life, um, and just growing as a person. Like I have good buddies that I've met, and I have experiences in college that made me who I am today. So um, you can probably get that not going to college, kind of just experiencing life. Yeah. But the experience is, you know, one of a kind. I had a great time in high school, but I had a great, I had a great time in college. So. Um, and I learned a lot. So, bada boom, bada boom. Reading Rainbow. I can do anything. Do anything. Take a look. It's in a book. And re- see that Bob Ross gets so much credit for his painting, but we sleep on that man from Reading Rainbow a lot. Like, how come we ain't got no memes about him? There's nothing more exciting than class when they uh, either. Wheeled in the wheeled in the TV or flipped the TV that was in the corner and uh, reading Rainbow, Magic School Bus or Arthur was on. Uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy was the best thing. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, Bill, Bill. (laughs) That was hype. That was like good times. That's when you knew science class was about to be lit. And uh, there's always a football coach that like doesn't want to be a teacher really it's like the assistant mm-hmm. special teams coach or whatever and he uh just plays like remember the titans every day in class <laughs> he's like oh, today we're watching coach carter or <laughs> i was in co-op i think senior year with miss miss piper miss piper shout out to miss piper um but yeah that was a fun experience i remember co-op you have to like work you have to have like have a job and get a certain amount of hours a week. I was like unemployed for like two months. Yeah. And then when the school year started wrapping up and you needed those hours because they were looking at your pay stubs, I was working like 30 hours a week. Like 30 something. So basically, yeah, there was co-op where you actually had a real job or EBCE where you got these internships. Um, it was okay. And then there was the South Campus experience where kids could actually go and like learn those trades yeah. right they went to yeah so actually there was a lot of opportunities people could take advantage of um if we wanted right. to we also went to a good high school so i don't want to sit here and act like every high school had these programs back in 2008 and 2012 no, but yeah. it's out there uh it really depends on your area lexington is pretty good school district so 
Yeah, it's we a scary sad. time now. Scary time now, though, with all the metal detectors that are being required, and uh, that's just the way it is now. So it's sad, but a harsh reality. Yeah, Lexington, man, they're, I guess, experiencing growing pains. You know, as you grow, yeah. you kind of open yourself up to more crime, unfortunately. Um, but there's a there's a gun problem <laughs> in Lexington. And, you know, a gun problem among youth in Lexington. Like, kids are killing kids. And, I mean, that's everywhere. It's just a little bit more out there to us in Lexington because that's just somewhere that we're like born and raised and I have a lot of pride for Lexington somewhere that I plan on spending a good portion of yeah. my life. So it's really tough seeing people in communities. Like I grew up off Georgetown street in Lexington, St. Martin village um, in the, I guess people consider it the hood, but I grew up in, the, I considered it the suburbs of the hood. And um, it, it, it kind of was not like, like we had Super Bowl Sunday and, or and things not Super Bowl Sunday, but Super Sunday at the park, which is like a big, big basketball tournament that goes on at Douglas Park. And I remember as a little kid, it would just be packed. Like these places would be packed. And then the older you get, the more reckless people got. People start shooting up the park. So now the event is like half of what it was um, yeah. back then. And just stupidity just ruins a lot of a lot. Yeah, of great and, I mean, things. and one of the <laughs> like the sad parts of it too is like you only hear about on the news like is when the shootings creep into the uh, nice areas of town, like quote, quote, like uh, suburban type areas or like by the mall. Like, but yeah, like the big story out right now uh, is a a girl got shot outside the mall, but this stuff does happen almost not. I'm not going to say the day. No, not every day. It's Lexington's a relatively safe area. If you like look at it in the grand scheme of things, but that's what's, I guess that's what's more shocking about it is when something happens like that in a town like that. So, so I mean, right. yeah, shootings at the mall is like very, very crazy. Like public areas, and you're shooting up people, shooting up cars because there's so many innocent people around, innocent people around that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like I, gun violence just blows my mind. I lost my dad to gun violence when I was nine years old, and it's something that I don't wish upon like anybody. You know, and like I, I'm not. It's that would get into a whole nother conversation. But like, we shoot guns. Like you know, we have a good time. We we've shot clay pigeons. Yeah, we, gone to the range and we, shot targets. And yeah, that's, yeah, it's a it's a good hobby. Um, right. And it's I'm I'm in support of uh, having one like for protection in your house or whatnot. Right. So, but. That's yeah. That's a different conversation. Like what type of guns and people's. Sh- it's a whole Second Amendment talk. So out of, it's. Let's just hope to God nothing like a mass type shooting doesn't happen around here or, any sort of that thing. And because the ones you hear right now are kind of isolated events, and. Uh, right. If you're listening, and you tote guns around for fun, learn how to fight. Like, figure that out. Take boxing classes like my boy JR here. Yeah, there's – cowards are behind the gun a lot of the times. Uh, so much. Like, if you feel like you have to protect yourself by taking someone's life, then you probably shouldn't put yourself in that situation to begin with because that's like the – that's just 
I can't like life is such a precious thing. Like the process, you know, if you're religious, like it's it's a very, you know, religious, scientific, whatever the heck you believe in. Like life is very beautiful and it's something that should be cared for and appreciated a lot more. Because it's a it's a beautiful thing. Like it, it it really is. Seeing someone grow up, seeing someone experience life and become the young adult or young elderly person yeah. and the impact that they can have on their family. There's there's such a there's a big picture. Like there's such a when you take this young seventeen year old boy off of the planet or this young twenty something year old girl, you're taking a mother, a, a potential father, you're taking a son, you know, a potential yeah. uncle. Like you're you're taking you're taking yeah, and you're ruining the life of the the well being of their family too for the rest of their lives, and it's just a constant. It's a ripple right. effect. You just take a future doctor or future something out of the picture. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who had the potential and, to do whatever the heck they want. And to most do. yeah, shootings are yeah. just over something petty and something that they could have handled with a, just a regular fight. I'm not for any type of like somebody fighting or like assaults or anything, but if somebody has a problem, two yeah. people have a problem, I would way whether Ray way rather see a brawl going down to settle it right if we got to take steps right now and like just fight like literally like i'm not this isn't like yeah. condoning fighting but I'm, no. I'm much rather see a black eye and a bloody nose than uh than an obituary yeah. you feel what i'm saying so, so yeah so basically guns i believe should be at the last line of protection like right. if you're threatened for your life if someone that's... breaks into your home you should have some type of handgun to protect yourself Right, because you don't know what they got, and you don't know what they're coming in your home to do. If someone, yeah, and then that's why head. I was saying there's a stat that said like America, there's considerably less break-ins like while the person's home than like your uh, England. And yeah, because you like Texas, everybody's gonna have a gun. They're yeah. like <laughs> Kentucky. Shot. A lot of Kentucky, a good amount of people are gonna have a gun. So yeah, you're not gonna break in somewhere. So. That's yeah. that's the good aspect about guns. It's just this is another conversation for another day. If they now, if you're going to, for instance, if you're going to a Chinese restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, it didn't got nothing to do with Chinese. I'm just saying. But if you're going to a restaurant and you feel like you need to carry a gun into the restaurant to eat, you shouldn't be out eating. Like if you that scared, don't go out to eat. Like one hundred percent. Like if you if you got to shop at Walmart and you feel like you need to take a gun to Walmart, get that stuff at a like where you can order it online and they'll drop the bags off in your car. Like do that stuff at Kroger. No, no. I I understand people going. I don't know how y'all gonna feel about this. You can take it. This is my hot take, right? I just I feel like it makes me uncomfortable when I see people carrying like that in public places. You know because what if. I saw an instance where two guys had their their firearms on them and they were fighting in a Walmart. This is around the time when the mass shootings were coming out because we're people like we get escalated because we are normal people. Like I'm a very happy person, but I can't promise you that when I walk out of this door today that something isn't going to piss me off. Right. So these two guys are in a Walmart and they're arguing over Lord knows what. And they end up shooting and it's an innocent person gets shot. Right. Because yeah. they're humans, their, their emotions escalate and they're taking weapons into public places and they can react. Right. You know, I mean, the opposite side of that, though, is like the police, uh, police or agents or FBI that always have to have their fire gun on them. But but then like law abiding citizens um, would argue like 
why can't I take my gun in there? Or if, if there's been all these Walmart shootings, like I can be the one to stop it if something happens. So I think a lot of people think like that. I'm not arguing if you should carry a gun everywhere or not. Like that's, that's really up to the state laws, I believe. So, um, well, in Kentucky, you can carry wherever you want to. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying it makes me very, very uncomfortable to go into a restaurant a not so busy restaurant and see somebody just openly carrying in a, yeah. And that's, that's you're in the right to feel that way. So it's, it is an uncomfortable feeling. Um, but, like I said, there's just an argument to be made that they they're doing it because of the way they feel and how their rights are being like suppressed. Uh, and like, because all these idiots mass shooting and stuff. So that's all I'm saying on it. So, yeah, I feel it. I just can't get down with it, man. I can't get, but like I said, everybody kind of has their own experiences that cause them to feel a certain way. I've had gun violence a lot. Uh, I've been around a lot of gun violence, so I know what what stupid people with guns can do to people. Um, yeah, I wish guns and, weren't. Yeah, in the wish guns didn't have to exist, but they they do, and they. Um, America was been in a lot of wars. There's been that we've we've uh, maintained our position of power because of our military and Michael Shea has like one of the best quotes basically he, he has a comedy um he's got a special on Netflix Michael Shea matters or something like that um but he's basically talking about the constitution and he's like the first the the first is like freedom of speech you know like you should be able to say whatever the heck you want to say right but also, if you're going to say whatever the heck you want to say, you might want to have a gun so you can defend yourself whenever you say something <laughs> to defend somebody, right? And, <laughs> I mean, the placement is almost, like, kind of genius, yeah. right? Um, but that's my funny take on it. Like, yeah, say whatever you heck you want to say, but I got a gun. So if you say something that's going to offend me, I might, yeah. you know, have to protect myself. I mean, that was, yeah, the, um, the bare arms thing was in a time where British soldiers were coming in and, like, invading colonial and then they're with the markets and they're like yeah so they you know and that made sense back then i mean but it's a yeah it's a different time now but i think constitutional uh whatever the amendments are supposed to be changing but i i still think um the things they were founded on is is why america is still regardless of what a lot of people say or how we're portrayed in the media i think america is still a great place so Bro, I love I love America. There's no pl- there's no other country where you can come to and get the opportunity to really do whatever you want to do and meet whoever you need to meet that's going to help propel your life, right? Like if you if you're if you're surrounding yourself with people, if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't help you grow, then you're kind of doing life wrong, right? And in America, you have the opportunity to be around very successful people from many different backgrounds and many right. different experiences, um, and they contribute so much. They can contribute so much to your life, to your well-being, to your mental health, to your your physical health. You got a friend that might go to the gym. You go to the gym with this friend. We have the we have the freedom to go to the gym. We have the freedom to leave our house and not be gunned down or or you know, like we don't fear for our life when we leave out of the house. There's some countries where they don't even want to leave their home because they're afraid of being kidnapped or murdered or like. There's no other place. Now, now do we got some idiots? We got all kinds of them, but what country don't, you know? Hey, if you leave so, a shark in a goldfish bowl, it'll grow six, eight inches. 
If you uh, put it in the ocean, it'll grow eight feet. It's about your surroundings. Amen. Exactly. So surround yourself. Words of wisdom from the Ebony and Ivory <laughs> podcast show. Literally just saw that on Facebook. Don't know if it's real or not. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to be like, that's, that's not real. Uh, but no, words of wisdom for us, uh, just to kind of wrap up what we've talked about today. Um, if For younger people who are listening to this, um, people who might be on their first year of college or about to start their first year of college, um, and just uh, be aware of your experience, understand your experience, and don't force yourself into a situation that you're not going to want to dig yourself out of later on. So don't put yourself in a financial burden that you, you know, you can't really yeah. afford to be in, right? Like just understand your situation, like look into different options. If you want to go out here and, and manage a restaurant, maybe you don't have to go to school to do that. Maybe you work your way up. Maybe you get a management certification, right? Just consider your options. Don't put yourself in debt. Student debt is it's only getting yep. higher. And right? whatever, yeah, in whatever so, situation you're in, just keep grinding and uh, yeah. just try. Don't yeah, give try up. to recognize that light at the end of the tunnel. Um, if you haven't any school experience or you feel stuck in life, like I've been there, we've all been there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep keep working. Push through, surround yourself with great people, like we said. Surround yourself with great people. Don't waste your time and effort on pointless relationships. Don't and yeah. I feel like a relationship a relationship where you feel like you're like working, like you're you're clocking in every day to maintain this relationship is not a relationship worth having. Yeah. And then another big thing in life is just whatever you like your word is your bond. So if you say you're gonna do something, do uh, you better do it or nobody will ever believe anything you say. And uh Biggest thing in life is you just got to show up. You show up to your work, show up to school. That's like I have to have to have to work is just showing up. Be ready to learn. Be ready to work. So, um, yeah. Anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for listening this far, and uh, thanks for being on this journey. Uh, subscribe, hit the likes, uh, do all the things. Share, share with a friend. Send it to a friend. We do have a lot of great stuff in store. Like obviously, and we got a surprise you know, coming up next week. And yeah, we do. We have a surprise coming up next week. We got great interviews coming up in the future. We're really out here, like I said, two average guys out here trying to pull in people that you know can be fruitful for you, that you can learn from, um, people with job experience possibly that you would be interested in joining, athletes. Yeah, you so know. just yeah, check out our social media, check out um, not our personal social media, just Ebony and Ivory. Um, so Have a good day, y'all. Be productive. Learn something new. Peace, love. Peace, love, and positivity. Peace, love, and positivity, uh, baby. Yeah, well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all soon. Dum 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 d